The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Welcome to the Jonesy and Brown Show. We are your favorite Philly sports bulls. That's Mike Jones. I am John Brown. Welcome to the show. Got a lot going on this week. NBA playoffs are the playoffs have started. No, they have not. Oh, oh, oh! You, well, I'm sorry. The play-in tournament has started. The see, playoffs here, have not. See, here's the difference. The NCAA. Mm-hmm. decided to make their play-in officially a part of the tournament. Okay. Mm-hmm. The NBA has decided to officially make their play-in tournament not part of the playoffs. So, no, by okay. technicalities, yes, that's what yes. I say that according to technicalities. Yes. Not, by, not by, to get anything about whether or not it's really playoffs. Just yeah. the technicalities well, of it. Charlotte has now been in the play-in tournament. Two straight years, and got and got kind of handled two straight years. Yes, and both years look like a ten seed playing a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Like you, you watch the Charlotte Hornets, oh, and, and, okay. and I feel like they they look like a ten seed in mid to late April. How you would expect a team, the tenth best team in a conference to look come the middle, you know, come playoff time. Like, there's a reason the Charlotte Hornets are not one of the eight best teams in the, in, in the Eastern Conference, in, a, in any conference. Now I'm going to have to stop you because I disagree with you completely on this, Jamie. Like, absolutely. Okay, cool. and, okay. I, and I say I disagree with you because of this. I think Charlotte actually underachieved talent-wise – there are, I think, at least on a close to, if not, they're on par with the Hawks and mm-hmm. this. Those seven through eight, seven through ten teams, excluding Brooklyn, are kind of all on equal footing to me. But what I saw from the Hornets was a team that flat out doesn't know how to win. Mm. They all like. And a lot of that to me is coaching and system, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is also youth, with the exception of Terry Rozier, who should know better. Yeah. They were just playing a lot of bad basketball. And while, and meanwhile, Nate, Nate McMillan needs to get a lot of credit because while Trey Young didn't shoot efficiently. Mm-hmm. He's not an efficient shooter. Oh well, he is he, who he is, you know. But what he did do mm-hmm. is Nate McMillan has gotten Trey Young to resist his natural urge to be a volume shooter to get his numbers, mm-hmm. which allows the team to play efficiently. Okay. So even though Trey Young wasn't shooting well, the ball was moving. He he is a t- gifted passer himself. And other guys like Kevin Herter, who came out the game, lighted it up early. Like, Mm -hmm. those guys were able to succeed. 
because they played within the team. And although Trey Young, like, because we've seen guys like, oh, I'm four for 13. I only have 12 points. I got to get my 20s. I'll just keep jacking shots. Keep on jacking them shots, yeah. Shooting you out out the game, yeah. Nate McMillan has gotten, since he's arrived in Atlanta, you've actually seen less and less and less of that from Trey Young, the volume Mm -hmm. shooting. And, yeah, so. Well, well, to, to, to your point, you know, like like I said, I felt like Charlotte, like Charlotte looked t- to me like a ten seed. But to your point, the problem is they should not look. They should not have looked the way they looked. In Agreed. The Agreed. They're, be- they're better than the way they looked the last Absolutely. two years in the playoffs. Like to Absolutely. like to me, they looked like a team. They played like a team that doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. And the pro and the problem is, they they should not have looked the way that, they look. Like to me, Charlotte mm-hmm. in the last two years, Charlotte has played like there should not be a play in tournament. Like why are you giving the nine and the ten seed? Another, why are you giving them a chance? Why are, why are you are giving them here? a chance? Because they look like teams that don't deserve a chance. Mm-hmm. Like that's that is that's how they. look. And to but to your point, and the problem is, and the frustration is, Charlotte shouldn't be playing at that level. Like, like here, like here's the thing: you you look at how Charlotte played, and how Charlotte looked, mm-hmm. and to everything that you just said, because your your explanation makes sense to me. I don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. The problem is Charlotte is ten games better than they were last season, and and, and that was my point. Like, it's not that they yeah. They were talentless out there. They just played mm-hmm. fast. They they reverted to a lot of one on one bad yeah. basketball. They they like they didn't like, function like a cohesive unit at all. Like they were a sub five hundred team in the play in the play in tournament last season and looked like a sub five hundred team playing playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, year they were a sub. Yeah, last year they mm-hmm. I, they weren't they didn't belong there last year. This mm-hmm. year, we both agree they should have looked better than they did. Than than they did, and and to me, and and that's part of the problem. Like Charlotte, watching Charlotte makes like like here's the thing. I felt like in in the first couple of games of the play in tournament, you got what you had a strong argument for and against the play in tournament. On one side, you have Brooklyn and Cleveland, and you know and. And you just know on paper, Brooklyn is not a seven. You know, you you know, like you understand the situation as to why they got there. You know why Brooklyn is in the position they're in, but you also know Brooklyn ain't your garden variety, you know, borderline team that that that's that's hanging, like hanging on by a thread. Like they they take they take advantage of you. Like Brooklyn should be one of those. You know those top echelon teams, but you know why they're not. I think Brooklyn has more issues than people like I like. Vegas had Brooklyn all year as the betting favorite to come out the East. Mm-hmm. I never really thought that should have been the case. 
Okay. I, th- I thought Milwaukee should have been the betting favorite to come out the East. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. not that they should have been a long shot, but mm-hmm. definitely not the favorite in my mind. And especially not after they moved James Harden, because that means Kyrie Irving's your primary ball handler. And mm-hmm. they've won some games, and they've looked good at times. I don't know if anyone's realized that they've also lost some games. Yeah. And Kyrie Irving is taking more shots per game than mm-hmm. Kevin Durant when they play there. The same Ooh. issue he had with Russell Westbrook, who he eventually ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't want to make it seem like it's all, it's all a perfect fit in Brooklyn. No, I, I hear you. Now, look, now, we, because you got Kyrie at point guard again. Oh, boy. that's a story for it. That's a whole nother show. Look, we got We got a guest. We can't keep our guests waiting. Uh, no, we can't. We, we can't keep our guests waiting. Look, this this week's guest is, is a mover and a shaker. And we had to get her in before she just, you know, before. Look, While we can I, get in where we, I, I, it. we We had to get her in before when, when I could still slide in the DM and ask for a favor. <laughs> when I can sit, you know, when I can sit, hey, how you doing? Um, if you're not busy, could you jump on the podcast with me and Jonesy and maybe possibly talk a little NBA playoffs? I mean, if you're not busy. And she was like, sure, sure. Let me fit you in between my my 5.30 show and my 7 o'clock show and my 7.30 show. And I might have. You know what? Let me just bring her in before I waste all the time setting it up, uh, talking about all the stuff that she does. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess this week from Bally Sports, Miss Kelsey Cole Nelson, how are you doing? I am fantastic, fellas. Thank you so much for having me. And be honest, I got back to you quickly on the DMs because I was going to yeah, be she's... here. Somehow, <laughs> some way, we were going to be talking. Look, I'm always a real she one. Did. She, she uh, did. Absolutely. She absolutely did. We appreciate, did. appreciate you, know, you and, coming and, on. We most certainly appreciate it because I was sitting, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm going like, I'm, 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 I'm to throw this out there. And just say, hey, hey, how, how are you? Um, Remember, you miss the shots you don't shoot, and you did it, and you scored. Exactly. See? You threw the exactly. lob, and I finished it. Mm-hmm. Can't score, I, I you sat- don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, first, first, of all, first of all, Kelsey, congratulations on the new situation. Thank you, Thank you so already, much. Already I appreciate doing that. Big, already doing big things. Now, what exactly is your role with Battle yeah. this year? Yeah, of course. So happy to share that. But thank you again so much for the warm love. Honestly, everyone's been so amazing. I still need to get back through all my thank yous. That's a goal of mine. There's a lot of them. And there's only so many hours in the day. But it means so much for me. So for me, I'm super excited, obviously, to be one of the newest members of Valley Sports team, joining their NBA coverage team. So joining at a perfect time, right? This is like Mm -hmm. basketball heaven. We got the play-in tournament going on. Playoffs start Saturday. And then, of course, the NBA Finals. So I'll be hosting last night, tonight. Super excited to be the host of that alongside Brandon Scoopy Robinson. So we'll be doing daily shows, folks. So every weekday, you got to join us 11 a.m. Eastern time. We're going to be breaking down the play, the playoff games that happened the night before and then making sure that you guys are ready for the night's games that are happening that night. So, of course, Scoop is an NBA insider for Valley. 
I'm doing a little bit of everything, hosting and nails work, just all, everything, right? Um, all into one, but I think it's going to be a fun journey. And so I hope everyone downloads the Valley Sports app, valleysports.com, hit that star, make sure you favorite it so you don't miss any of the shows. <laughs> nice, I have, nice. I have the app. I already have the app. It's, uh, it's already one. done. One. There you go. So now, I got to ask, um, how do you feel about the, this actual whole play-in situation? Like, yeah. we were so long used to just top eight teams. You knew, Now we've got this seven yeah. through ten, one and done. Mm-hmm. Unless you're eight, then you can lose twice to be out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. However you want to explain. Like, how do you feel about the play-in? You know, I think this is a question that it depends on who you ask. You know, for me, I like that the NBA shook things up. And honestly, I kind of I like the play-in tournament. Like, I like giving teams another chance to show if they truly think that they can make it in the postseason, right? Because that's when I think you see stars evolve, right? That's when you see this grit come for teams who really want it. And this is when you see star players. Can they step up and lead their teams when it matters the most? So for me, I do like the play-in tournament. At first, I was like most people because, look, we, a lot of us don't like change. We get used to things being a certain type of way and like, oh, why you got to go change it, right? Don't fix something if it's not broken. But the NBA did have to fix something because they had to make sure they kept all of your eyes on the games that were happening. And we now have basketball. There's so much going on. And so, so far, I thought we've had – We've had some good games. We've had a game last night that some people probably went and like, you know, babe, like, you know, anything you need me to do because they might have have got tired during that game. But, you know, I think I know I felt for Charlotte and Hornets Mm -hmm. fans, you know, my heart goes out to you. We saw the frustration right pour out in that game. A mouthpiece was thrown. A little girl Mm -hmm. was hit, you know, unfortunately, you know, but this is what happens when you're in the heat of the moment. And, you know, I think for Charlotte, too, it's a a wake up call. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like what needs to happen for you to be able to be a contending team. And so, yeah, I think there's mixed feelings about it. But for me personally, look, if it gives teams another chance to show that they've got it and think about yourself, if you had just that one chance to prove that you still had it, you'd want that chance. And so I think for the NBA so far, it's been a good idea. And for those that don't like it, come up with a better idea then. <laughs> we'll make sure the NBA reaches their numbers that they need to reach. I, I, I have a better idea. Oh boy. Let me hear this. I'm like, I want to hear this one. <laughs> when the season ends, right? Mm-hmm. You take those top eight seats, and they play a, a tournament. So you just and went the old way there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, my my thing is like, like I'm I'm not quite sure. Like, why why does a seven seed need to prove themselves? You know, may, maybe an eight seed. You know, may, maybe you know, but yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. You know, I, I guess like like more basketball is more basketball. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I'll, for I'll, the joy of NBA you know. fans, right? But I think you know to your point, like I get you if you're a seven seed. Like, what more do you yeah. have to prove? But also look at the course of the season, right? With the COVID nineteen protocols, with the health of teams and stuff like that. So sometimes a series of unfortunate event events happens to a team we can look at charlotte and the star player that they were missing on the basketball court and that's not to say that other guys shouldn't step up but you know i feel like it tries to just take into play right what can happen such as right now what are we talking about will ben simmons make this return will he be a factor right in the Mm -hmm. games and not just of course the nets but other teams as well you know will these injured players be able to come back and make an impact for these teams Mm -hmm. and it can be a game changer but i hear you the old way you know it could work but for me so far, I've enjoyed it, Charlotte. You know, we would have loved better, but you, you gave us all you had. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It, in fact, it, like like Charlotte, all they did was play an eighty third game. If you're in Charlotte, you don't consider like you don't hang your head on 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 the play in tournament. They played they played an eighty third game. You know that, that and that's it. But the my, bonus my question, game. Now, we know that you are a we know that you are a basketball fan. You are a basketball lover. But as you grew up, you know, as you grew up watching the sport yeah. of basketball, what was your team? Who did you grow oh, yeah. up rooting for? Yeah, for anybody that knows me, I am the DMV through and through. So I grew up a Washington Wizards fan. Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas had every jersey that the Wizards had for him. You know, I remember the Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler days. Even when Jordan was here, I remember going to Wizards games and then going to Jordan's restaurant in D.C. and eating after games. So, like, when I say, like, I've been a Wizards fan through and through and through these difficult times that the Wizards put us through. <laughs> I've been there all along. So that has always been the team for me. Obviously, most people always love the Lakers, too, for what they built with the dynasty. But I've always been a hometown girl. So like the Wizards, I'm waiting for that championship. We're trying to keep this district of champion thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, even back to the Bullets days, right? Like watching old film and tapes of that. Like, that's what I love. And honestly, like, D.C. for me is home and the home team is what I love because that's who I grew up. That's who I was real rooting for and the stands for it. I'll never switch my allegiance. I hear that. Now now do do you have a do you have a, a playoff memory? Like like something from like from watching watching the, the bullet slash wizards in the playoffs, yeah. you know, year after year. Do you have a like a a, a, a memory? Like I, I think for me and Jonesy, yeah. you know, it might be two thousand one Iverson stepping over, you know, Ron Lou yeah. or, or you know, or or just that, you know, that two thousand one run. But do you have a memory for, like as a Wizards fan? As a Wizards fan. Oh my Wizards gosh. Fan. Yeah. Look at you bringing up my emotional side when you go back to that. And Tyron Lillard, look, we gotta keep reminding him of that. The man's mm-hmm. never going to rest from that. You know, I think for me there's good and bad memories. You know, I remember the foot on the line, Paul Pierce. And that ending our playoff dreams, which many of us in D.C. who were at that game still said, nope, the foot was not on the line. You know, in D.C., I remember, too, of course, John Wall was beloved here. And, you know, I remember just like him standing on that scorer's table and saying, this is my city. Like, this is D.C. Like, that's the type of stuff that I feel like I love and remember. Now, the Wizards haven't given us as much playoff joy (laughs) as we wish they would have. But this is something you get used to, folks, living in Washington, D.C., especially as of late and especially, honestly, if I'm honest with you, with the Wizards team being in peril. I got to be honest with you guys. Beginning of the season, I was one of those people that bought into this Wizards team that tricked us, you know, with all these wins. And I'm thinking that they're going to make it to the postseason. Like, we're Mm going to be happy in D.C. And then, lo and behold, we got the same old Wizards. All right. And so, once again, outside looking in at everybody else trying to win a championship while the fingers are there <laughs> in dc so um you're a dmv girl i want to question away from basketball for a second yeah. i just have to ask you this all right i'm ready how do you feel about this commander's name Ooh, all right <laughs> so the commander's name i will say it's an interesting choice i think for people that are actually from the area we really wanted something that spoke to dc mm-hmm. this is why we're so proud of our g league team being the go-go because obviously that speaks mm-hmm. to the dc music scene and commanders like you know i get the commander-in-chief thing with the white house and stuff like that but for a team that's had a lot of stuff going on on and off the football field it just didn't feel like it fit their identity right it just didn't seem like the name was true to who they are and in dc we're very real on being true to who you are and that authenticness so i haven't bought into the commander's name and i'll be 
quite frank with you all, I don't hear many people still calling them the commanders in DC. They're still calling them the Washington football team or the old word that, you know, we tried to recycle mm -hmm. the Washington R word. Because I mean, fans in DC are like, you know, we can't even call you the commanders because we just haven't seen anything that looks like commanding. You know, when Ron Rivera came in, it's supposed to be this new commanding and new change of mm -hmm. culture. And we saw it kind of slowly start to evolve. But with all that's going on off the football field, you know, what is being commanded in DC? We have so many bad storylines coming out each and every day. So I think the commander's name is going to take a while to catch on. But I will say, I think winning cures all. So somehow Washington does the impossible this year and changes things around from last season. And Carson Wentz is a man that we're hoping he can be commanding this team. Then maybe people will buy on to that now, commander's name. Now right now, know, there's a lot of question marks. I think I had a sore spot. I think I had a sore spot. We're real familiar with the commander's current quarterback. Yeah. So you got, um, you got this you got luck. this woman you got this woman on our show talking about some Carson Wentz turning it around <laughs> and how the, the Washington <laughs> commanders are gonna come on man. See right, right 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 then and there that's when you're like, you know, maybe this was a mistake. Oh uh, no, right, do right, that. Maybe. Look, we need Carson to do something because after last season, Washington can hopefully only go up. And honestly, I've said this on a lot of shows. For Carson Wentz, I think this is his last battleground to prove that he can be a starter in the National Football League. Like, this is his last hoorah if we're staying in that commander statement. So I think for him, he's going to have to somehow, some way, take charge and at minimum try to win this division. It's a division that's in question right now. Philadelphia Eagles, I think, are a team that could be great. The Giants, I think many of us are already pushing out. And the Cowboys, we're truly going to see if they are the real deal. Last year, we saw them go, uh, you know, surprising many, but was it fool's goal? You know, was that just a teaser or a case and something that couldn't have longevity? And so I think Carson has a lot in front of him, but it's not impossible for him, I think, to turn this Washington football commander's team around. So a lot's on him, but if he disappoints, better believe folks here will run him out of D.C. because we've been tired of going through so many quarterbacks that just haven't mm. proved to be the real deal. I don't even want to talk about Carson Wentz. <laughs> I think I really that's did. So, that's you, you, you really did. You really, you know, I, I was sitting here my all day. Apologies. Like, yo, we're going to talk. We're going to talk, talk to Kelsey today. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to hear about the new job, uh, uh, that's my new fault, situation. This man brought up. This man brought up. I brought it up. No, it was cool when we were just making fun of the commanders. You know, that, that was one thing. You know, that was all right. I didn't mind that, but now we're talking uh. about. What, what Carson Wentz? My might apologies. It, 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 it's all good. Let's get back. Let's get back to basketball. Let's let's get back to the NBA playoffs. You know, some some we might up up here in Philly we might feel good about. You know, you talk yeah. to us on next week's show. It might be something totally different. But oh, yeah. you know, but let's get back to the to to the playoffs. Now you got you have a front row seat for the whole thing. Is there a first round series that you are looking at that you think will probably be like the most entertaining? What are you most looking forward to? You know, yeah, as the playoffs I, get started. I feel like like most people, probably one that you all are gonna be watching too, Nets and Celtics, right? I mean, I feel like this is going to truly be the Nets again. This was a team that many of us had rode into getting to the championship this season mm -hmm. because they had a big three, right? Because we thought everything would work, but lo and behold. We didn't know the situation would happen with James Harden. We thought he would be happy being with other star players. Kyrie, we didn't know his real thoughts about getting a COVID vaccine. And then, of course, Kevin Durant and staying healthy and all of that nature and just having to carry a lot of the load on his shoulder. But for me, I picked the Celtics as the sleeper team, honestly. And so I think for this, I think we're going to get a lot of action happening. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring, great-powered game. But I honestly think this game is going to come down to who can play defense and who can play the most effective defense to see who comes out of the series. So that will be one I think my eyes will definitely be glued on. 
Now you you, you say defense, and I, like to me when I when I think of when I think of defense, and I think of Brooklyn, I think of I, I think on on paper already their their best defender hasn't played a game yet this season. Yeah, you know, you know their 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 best defenders having fashion shows on the sidelines right now, waiting <laughs> waiting to get ready. Do you? Yeah. Like, can Brooklyn be good enough defensively? And in fact, Jones, I want, let me start with you. Can Brooklyn be good enough defensively to stop Boston? Can you expect them to do that with with Ben Simmons on on the bench for at least first two games, right. maybe even three? Can they be? Yes. That's not really the question you need to ask, though. The it's question will is, they will be? they be? <laughs> yes, a big W. Because we've seen Kyrie Irving at times decide he wants to be engaged on defense mm-hmm. and show that he's quite capable of doing it. Kevin Durant, over the last few seasons, has been a much improved defender. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at a situation where he's your primary perimeter defender, mm-hmm. that could be problematic at times. You do have they the trade with the Sixers, actually, mm-hmm. did give them a better inside presence with Drummond with than Drummond, they yep. have been dealing with throughout mm-hmm. most of the season. So that does help the defense. It's a lot easier to defend the perimeter when you know you have a big man behind you, so you're a little less worried about getting beat off the dribble. Mm-hmm. But I really think this game, this series is just going to come down to offensive execution. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Kelsey, let me, let me, let me turn to you then. Now yeah. you, you see, you know, you see this matchup, you see like, like what, like for, for Boston, who do you think has the most pressure on? Is it, is it Tatum or is it, do you think it's going to be somebody else stepping up to, to, Get Boston over. Uh, get Boston over. Uh, over the hump. Yeah, you know, I think you know Jason Tatum is a player that we all know is talented, right? I mean, especially offensively. But I think we like Tatum because we know he'll give it to you on both sides of the basketball. But I think for him, this is a true leadership role. And if you are able to send this team home, this talented team, I think that's going to say a lot to him and his legacy. Because again, this is a Brooklyn team now that people are saying, "All right, we stopped believing in them." But all of a sudden, we saw that playing game, and now we're starting to believe in them once again. And so I think it's going to be a heavy task. But also, I think on the other side of things, you know, Kevin Durant is having all this noise, big media personalities say, you know, is he still the guy? You know, has he fallen? Has Giannis Antetokounmpo taken over as that next mm. best player behind LeBron? All that noise, better believe, KD is listening to. And so I feel like he's going to bring it. I think Tatum is going to bring it on the other side of the basketball. But then it's gonna, again, I think it's going to be high power, but I think a team that's somehow going to be able to stop, put pressure on guys, make every shot difficult. That's how you truly are going to come out and win this game in the series. And if this series doesn't deliver, I think many of us are going to be disappointed. But right now, with the way these two teams have played as of late, this should be, I think, one of the better games in the playoffs early on. Uh, Kelsey, right, one, I, Kelsey, I know you. I know you're busy. We're on a mm-hmm. tight time schedule. Yep. You got to hop out of here. Yeah, and so, I'm so sorry, you all. Uh, My, the email went to the spam folder. Good, no problem. But before you go, please let everybody know how they can get a hold of you, how they can follow your work, so they can keep keep track of what you're doing. 
Of course, but we got to do this again. And apologies. I, I was looking for the email at six, and it was in my spam. So the whole time I'm searching my email, I was so mad mm -hmm. about that. But nonetheless, I hope everyone follows me, the real K Nelson. Go to my website, KelseyNicoleNelson.com. Check me out on Facebook, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Kelsey Nicole Nelson. I love to interact with you all. All NBA playoffs long. We're in for a good ride. And again, thank you all so much. Again, real K Nelson. I'll follow you all back and engage mm -hmm. with me. You can be like Jonesy, hop in the DMs mm -hmm. if it's basketball or sports talk. And we'll exactly. make sure that make we sure, have a yeah, good yes. conversation. Yes, <laughs> make, absolutely. Make, make, make sure you put that out there if you want to talk. <laughs> you want to have a sports. healthy, respectable sports, sports conversation. Stay in you your lane might, of sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't sit up there and, and, and definitely don't try to put that on us. Jonesy and Brown said I could just hop in Kelsey <laughs> DM and just you know, don't don't do that. Kelsey is all it is always a pleasure. Thank we will you make sure so we will make sure we check you out all playoffs long. Please and, do. And, and, and Thank beyond. you. One one more time. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you Absolutely. so much. And also proud of you all. Keep up the great work. It's an honor and privilege to come on this show. Sorry, the sun is doing some crazy things outside the window, but this is the DMV. It's cold, it's hot, but I enjoyed being with y'all. <laughs> it, it is all good. Thank you, Kelsey. We appreciate it. Thanks to you all. Bye. All right. Once again, that's Kelsey Nicole Nelson checking in. Make sure make sure you check her out. Oh, absolutely. Make sure you, Quality make, make sure you check her out. She does good work. Real good work. Glad to call her a friend. Blessed to, you know, just make her acquaint her acquaintance. She's uh yeah. she's good people. Let's keep it up with this. Let's keep it up with this playoff talk, if you don't mind, though. Now, here, let, let me ask you a question. And uh if if for some reason the Brooklyn Nets get bounced in the first round, say they don't get past the Boston Celtics. And one one can you really call that an upset? You know, or, or, or would you call it? Would you call that an upset? I mean, I understand it's the two versus the seven, and Boston's the two. But like, we all know the expectations we had for Brooklyn. You talk about what Vegas, where Vegas had Brooklyn, mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people, you know, ready to just hand this hand uh -huh. the East over to Brooklyn. Now, Grant, I, I know what you say. I know but that you said, then, you know, right, that's but not. But see, let's look at it. Because since then, not only, of, like I said, Kyrie's moved into the point guard position, you've mm -hmm. also lost James Harden, and Ben Simmons hasn't played a game for them yet. Mm -hmm. They're saying they're targeting somewhere between games four, five, or six. But mm -hmm. who knows? He's not running or doing five-on-five five anything yet. Mm -hmm. So... We have no clue what that'll look like and how they'll be able to integrate him if he is even able to get on the court at some point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they got the big man they needed, as I was just talking about, in Drummond. Yeah. And Seth Curry, if he's healthy, absolutely helps them space the floor. But he's mm -hmm. been having some injury difficulties as well. Yeah. And... He He's also not one who's going to do much to help their perimeter defense. So, as great of a player as as Kevin Durant is, mm -hmm. I think our expectations for Brooklyn may be a little higher than they should be at this point. Okay. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Now before now now before before we 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 wrap we wrap things up. Uh, what else in the East are you looking forward to? You see, we have we have Philly and Toronto. Philly and Toronto. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that series being over. That's what mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm not going to enjoy that series unless mm-hmm. it's a sweep. I. It's the objective part of me. Mm-hmm. Does not think Philadelphia wins this series easily. Okay. See the fan in me. That that that, that, it, that very that very last word helped me get over. The fan. At first, it, I, I thought you were saying, "I I don't see Philadelphia winning." Uh, you know what? I, I I will accept not winning easily. But that I'm, also, I'm, but part I, I can, of that also that. means that it's a chance they lose. It's not. I don't see it as a lot. They beat Toronto. It's a four or five matchup, and it's a legit four or five matchup. Mm-hmm. We can't say, "Oh well, the Sixers should be number one." No, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. The teams ahead of them had just as they had one more game, yeah. and the Sixers were in the one seed post Harden arrival, mm-hmm. and the other Couldn't teams hold. won more games down mm-hmm. the stretch. So Couldn't hold on to it. You the know? Sixers yeah. are where they're supposed to be. It's a four or five matchup, and. Mm-hmm. Those are always close. Yeah, you know, I a mean, five seed yeah. beating a four seed isn't usually isn't really considered much of an upset at that upset at all. Mm-hmm. All right, real, uh, real quick. So you see, you, you see that you, and we'll we'll get we'll get more into the West as as the playoffs start. We have plenty mm-hmm. of time to oh, talk yeah. basketball because next week we'll be we'll, we're, next we're week we'll be in full yeah we'll be in full basketball mode. We'll we'll be able to talk. Expanded playoff, but we had to, we had to get Kelsey on this week because it was we had an opportunity oh, to talk to her we get real a quick. To talk to mm-hmm. her, we're gonna get all what we can. You know? mm-hmm. uh, Bucks and Bulls, you think a Bucks squeak? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Bulls are trending the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They're not a hundred percent healthy, mm-hmm. and they they don't have anybody to match up with Giannis. It, that might be a gentleman's sweep. Because mm-hmm. the Bulls do at least try to play good basketball, so they may sneak one game, yeah. but it's four or five games at the most. That one, that may mm-hmm. be the most one-sided series in the East this this first round. Mm-hmm. All right. I, so and and also just and just in the way the playoffs land, what your probability of the Sixers actually seeing the Brooklyn Nets this year in the playoffs? Well, it would have to be in. The it had to be in the finals. conference finals. I don't think the odds are high. Yeah, agree. if you mm-hmm. look at the matchup real quick, because the matchup with the Celtics and the Nets, the Celtics are actually a team that matches up with the Nets better than anyone in the East, save mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah, because Tatum, while he's he's not going to be able to guard Durant. He's tall enough, long enough, athletic enough, quick enough, and talented enough to make him work on both ends. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brown is a very good defender, bigger and more athletic than Kyrie to be able to make him work. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie's going to have to guard him. So people always, people see the names on the jerseys, KD, Kyrie, yeah, yeah. and think, oh, it's mm-hmm. 
it's not going to be it's not going to be it's not going it's not going to be that easy at all i hear you i hear you i i agree with you i agree it's going but it's going to be good man it's definitely going to be good i'm looking forward to it i am too i i'm I will be happy when this play-in tournament is to the wayside. We, we can put that away. You know, to me, the play-in tournament is is like big three basketball. You know, it's not appointment watching. If it's on, I'll watch whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. G- give me give me real playoffs, you know. Give me a, you know, give me a series starring with, with the top teams in the conference. You know, it, the play-in tournament, it's, it's a – decent appetizer but don't necessarily need it you know that's that's my thing you know that's 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 my take on it but you know people can f- feel free to disagree let us I know mean, what you oh, i'm sorry go ahead I was at the play in it does make the end of the regular season a little more fun just because mm-hmm. there's jockeying for position but the actual play in games i can live without them yeah yeah you know we don't need to make it like the pro bowl you know, like we don't have to actually play the game. Hey, you know what, Charlotte, you're a playoff team. You know, thanks for we'll showing start, up. Thanks for showing up, Charlotte. Take these free T-shirts. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, real quick, real quick, I, 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 I wanted to get your opinion on this because I, I you know, you're a sportsman and you're you're a former athlete. You're a sportsman and, and, and you're you're a thinking man. What is your take on? Uh, Minnesota going wild after winning that play uh, playing game, you know, acting like they they won a championship. They hugging, they kissing, they standing on tables, you know, you no know, hooting and hollering. What did you think of that? They'll be out in the first round. Did you think it was too? Did you think it was too much, or you just like you know it is it is what it is, and then they'll you know that's what teams who don't belong and they're going to lose in the first round do. No. I'm, they know they don't belong. That was their championship. Just, get, just getting in was their championship. That's, that's a sad commentary, though. I mean, not not you know not calling you sad, but what I'm, I'm I mean, saying, let's, I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about a team that had its confidence destroyed by Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and they haven't looked anywhere near the same since he left. Since so the then, fact yeah. that they're able to recover to the point where they're trending up again. That mm-hmm. is an accomplishment for them. I don't think it deserves confetti and champagne, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it, it's sad because, like, when you look at Minnesota as a, a you know, that organization, you know, you remember a, a couple a couple years back when uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid had gotten into that gotten into that fight. Mm-hmm. And of course, because that's just how you know athletes go now. They took it. They took it to social media and went back and forth on social media, and 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 and, and towns. It kind of took some shots at Embiid crying after the Toronto loss, after that that Toronto playing loss. Remember, you know, Sixers lose on that last second shot, Embiid walks off the. Walks off the court crying. So they, you know, he's showing pictures. Oh, you know, you trying to be all tough. This was you crying. And Embiid was like, I'm crying because we just lost in the playoffs. Something you've, you know, you've never experienced. You don't know that type of pain because you've never, you know, you've never been there. Now, fast forward a couple of years, you know, 
Embiid and the Sixers are where they are, mm-hmm. and now Carl Anthony Towns out there celebrating a playing game win, like it's a championship. And to me, like that, that that all you know, to me that's all works into whatever culture they have in Minnesota. You mocking somebody, you know, you are here mocking a player showing emotion after a playoff loss, and now you celebrating the loss. Oh, go ahead. Why are we worried about the Timberwolves team culture? They'll be home in a week. This is what is that? I mean, because we talk sports. It was sports. It was a sports-related question. Don't be home in a week. That's, that's what I, that's what I think when I see that. Okay. No, no, no. All right, fine. Just shut me down. No, I mean, not, 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 I mean, I get what you're asking, but mm-hmm. really, when I see that, that's all it says to me. Mm-hmm. We, we don't belong here. No, I hear you. I, I hear you. Couldn't be our team. Couldn't be, you know, I, I, better them than better than than me. Better Timberwolves fans than than us. You let us know what you think of this show. You let us know what you think of what we talked about. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at bitw sports and at Jonesy and Brown. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you you know what's on your mind. Your predictions. We'll talk about all that on next week's show. That is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. Enjoy the sports. Next week, we got, we got a lot to talk about. We'll be talking basketball. We'll be talking NFL draft. We got a lot going on. So just make sure you rock with your Bulls, Jonesy and Brown. Make sure you download the podcast, listen to the archives, and just rock with us. Hang out with us. We are your Philly Sports Bulls. That's Mike Jones. I'm John Brown. We'll see you guys next week. Peace, y'all. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown. Brown.